Welcome back, guys, to the show. <laughs> I'm trying to get creative with our openings. Yeah. Well, I'm failing. Yeah. No, you're all right. You're doing okay. Not failing. If you guys missed the last episode, Alexa sang for us, and it barely. made my little musical heart so happy. That's why she's all like hot and bothered now. Yeah, that's why she's I was still thinking about it. Shut up. Shut up. Um, before we start, yeah. I'm going to switch something up. Okay. We're shoving merch in your face at the beginning of the show instead of the end. So last mm, one we mm, wore are mm. basically detective shirts. They're my favorite, but so I just cute. got our tank top in. Yeah. And then I'm not going to turn around, but that was a horrible attempt. <laughs> um, it says something sinister podcast on the back. Anyways, go buy our merch. It's fully goes to support the podcast, keeping our ring lights on and buying our wine. Yeah, so do it. if anyways. you want to like keep hearing us and like having girls' night or guys' night or they them night, what the fuck ever, <laughs> support us. <laughs> what? I love it. You just said that. That was amazing. Yes. I mean, it's true. No, it's gr- it's great. It's yeah, fantastic. If you want to like continue to listen to us, buy our merch, <laughs> buy a tank top. Okay, well, moving on from merch. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say is for people who skip past the, the outros of our podcast, you can't escape this one. We're going to switch it up on you like ninjas. Maybe next week we'll just do it in the middle of a murder case. Yeah, we are going to be the Black Panther. Yes. If you know what we're talking about, then you know what we're talking about. Okay. Okay. Now that we've set the record straight and put you in your place, any other news? Or? You know, I'm really liking this wine. I oh, want yeah. to know... So, for those of you, we are drinking the same wine that we drank on the last episode. It's called Sixth Sense. And you can see, like, there's, like, a palm on there. There's a Ouija board. There's a lot of, like, crazy symbolism on here. There's a mermaid. There's a mermaid. There's mushrooms. There's a skull. There's a bunch of, like, cool stuff, like tarot cards. Anyway, um, so... a Michael David joint, and it says, Awaken Your Senses. So, I want to know who Michael David is. I don't know, but the label is awesome. It really is. It's really, really cool. It's like one of those, um, like, uh, shit, I forgot to Google it this time. There were those books when you were a kid, and every page was, like, filled to the max of all this random shit. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, anyways. And you would, like, find the objects yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I don't remember what that's what it looks like. But, yeah, for sure. I feel like if we were to create a wine, this is, like, what our wine bottle yes. label would look like. Gold and dark. Dark. Mystical and... There's a Ouija board. No, fit, not apparently. Everything but the Ouija board. So I really think, I really truly believe this, that if they had to make a poll that's like, who is more likely to get involved with the Ouija board, I really think it would be you. Fuck off. If there is anything my mom ever taught me ever in life, it was do not mess with a Ouija board because she, she had triggered a, because she had a terrible experience. I just feel like I no, it's everybody you already thinks, held one. Everybody thinks that it's gonna be me, but I'm like I am so scared of like everything. No, I think you're scared of everything, but you would try it and then be freaked the fuck out. Yeah, and possessed. 
So, yeah, you just said you would try it. You said, yeah. No, I <laughs> wouldn't try it. Oh, my gosh. I would never. See, I picked up a little plastic keychain one. That's all I did. And honestly, my whole life is probably fucking ruined now. <laughs> <laughs> that did it. That did it. That was it. So don't go to Books a Million. Yeah, and don't defund pick Books a, a Million. A Ouija board. We are not supporters of Books a Million. No, not so. at all. All right. Anyways, so uh, we are. Yeah, we're drinking clearly. Um, but before we get started, I will do the disclaimer. So our videos and podcasts are for entertainment purposes. All information discussed is found on the internet. Keep in mind, we will talk all things sinister that may not be suitable for all audiences. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Okay, I don't know who this is, so like you're gonna have to help me with the drinking word. Yeah, right? Oh my god. So this guy, his name is Carl Denke. He is a crazy psychopath. Anyway. Cool. So, a uh, drinking word. What would be a good one to use? Mm. Uh, so, lots of body parts. Yeah, you're going to... Don't oh, cheat. sorry. <laughs> I'm just skimming. I don't really know. How about any time we name a body part you have to drink? Okay. Is that a lot? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to take sippy sippies. All right. Anytime there's a body part, so bone, arm, head, teeth, skin, take a drink. Okay. Wow. This will be fun. This will be fun. Oh, my God. All right. So, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Carl Denke. Carl Denke. Not cheers to him, but you guys Mm -mm. get it. Mm-mm. 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 Hell no. Okay. (laughs) Carl Denke, a.k.a. the cannibal of... Jean Bitsa, a.k.a. the Forgotten Cannibal, a.k.a. Papadenki, born August 12, 1860, in Silesia Kingdom of Prussia, known today of Jean Bitsa, Poland. Okay, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> the name of the city. I practice it. Wow, that was Jean impressive. Bitsa. Yep, yep. I know. Okay. I like how it's spelt. Is that crazy? Yeah, I definitely would have said Zybice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like. So, uh, he is a known serial killer who killed more than 40 people. Obviously a cannibal, hence his name. Um, he's a Leo, born August 12th. Uh, talking about some traits, particularly with him, strong, fierce, bold, and creative. Um, we can say that he was strong and fierce, bold and creative throughout the rest of the story. So you're going to hear all about that, especially being a cannibal. Um, I read something that said that Leos tend to act before they think about things, especially whenever they are in the defense mode. Um, and that they can, that this can be very, very dangerous um, to themselves and to others. And so I thought this was very interesting because that goes hand in hand with him yeah. and the story. Have you also noticed 
when you did your re- like dot you went on the list of like Leo serial killers and it gives you like many descriptions. There's yeah. so much gore involved so much. with Leos. There. We've done yes. cannibals, we've done the the countess vampire yes. bloodbath lady. Yes. I mean they're all very you Leos like you're gory. It's all very, blood very and guts, gory. So. There's like no boundaries. Anyways, no boundaries. I also thought that this was interesting, Interesting too. It says, quoted, the lion is proud, so a dark side trait takes that to the extreme. Arrogance, vanity, self-absorption. A dark behavior that is not being able to cop to mistakes and adjust the course, even if it's doomed. Wow. So. It's poetic. Very poetic. I like that. But it goes hand in hand with Carl Dinky. Hmm. So, he was born to a wealthy family of farmers, um, well liked by other students, but was a quiet kid for the most part. Said that he was very, very difficult to raise and handle in school, so at the age of 12 years old, he ran away from home. Kind of decided to do life on his own uh, means. He's like, like 12 years old. Shit. Yeah, he's like, I'm an adult. <laughs> so uh, when he was 25, his dad died. Um, and because he wasn't there, his brother inherited the farm and obviously like the house and all of that. Um, but Carl did receive quite a bit of money whenever his dad died. Um, so he decided to build his own house on a plot of land and decided that he would follow in his dad's footsteps and try to become a farmer. Um, he miserably failed. Well, I mean, it, he only got experience up to the age of 12. 12 years old. Like, what the hell did he think? He was like, I've lived a long life. I've got this. I was a farmer for 12 years. For 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that's what he told people. That's what I would have told people. I would have told people that too. We might as well. <laughs> so, uh, so because of this, he had to sell the farming land, but he kept his house. Um, at this time, he decided to work at a meat shop. Uh, Is that a body part? A meat market. It sure can be. <laughs> I'm just waiting to drink, guys. <laughs> She's like itching over here, shaking. <laughs> I'm withdrawals. I'm like, it's farm part of the body. <laughs> Outside of working at the at the local meat meat shop, he worked at a meat market which sold leather goods. So, okay, we will talk about both of those later. Um, he also <laughs> is that what I think it means? <laughs> I'll okay, let your imagination keep going on that, but yeah. yeah. Um, he also volunteered at his local church because he was such a great man. <laughs> and this is where he played the organ at the church. Well, organ is definitely a body part. It but. is. <laughs> but we're talking about the musical instrument. But, you know. Mm-hmm. He was an upstanding citizen in his communi- community. Who was generous and caring to those that weren't in need. Okay, and where was I? Uh, Carried across at church's funerals, uh, and he was known to help beggars and travelers um, that were in need. So, he, again, upstanding citizen. Very, very nice guy. Nicest of the nicest guys, right? Um, He would offer them food. 
uh, a place to stay and offered them work around his house. Okay, but not a farm, just a house. Just a house because he sold the farm because he wasn't a farmer. The 12 years of farming experience <laughs> did not pay off. Didn't it was walk. not enough. He needed 13, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh. So... After World War One, uh, he lost everything, like most people did, due to inflation. Um, had to sell his house that he built and lived in. However, he is like, I am not leaving this house. I will sell the house, but I'm I am leaving. leaving. And I will live in the first floor in the left corner of the house, but I will sell everything out. Out. And the people who bought the house were like, all right, you can stay. What? That's even crazier. Yeah, they're like, you can stay. You can rent this part of the house out. We get it. It's your house. But, yeah, we're going to buy the rest of it. Yeah, we totally understand. We just spent all of our money to buy this, but it's your house. But you can stay. Crazy. Okay. So we're dealing with two sets of insanity. Yeah. Kind of. So... Um, still working at the meat shop and the local market, uh, to make a little more money, he would travel to the bigger city markets and sell his famous skinless pickled pork. Yum. I have a feeling this is all going to just be awful. Well, (laughs) you're about to find out. He was so popular for the skinless pickled pork that he started making a great living off of it. I mean, he had lots of money. He was very, very successful, and people were just addicted to it. Your (laughs) colorful storytelling is scaring me. (laughs) So, she she is hyped right now. Is this wine or is this blood? I will never know. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, I feel like this is going to get even... Just the way you're acting tells me it's going to be even worse than whatever I'm envisioning. I'm trying to get you excited. I am... I'm sweating. (laughs) My chest is red, okay? I'm excited. So, surely you can tell where this is going. This has all been an act by me. So... Whole thing's made up. All of it. No, just kidding. But it's getting you prepared. So, 1903 was his first documented murder of a homeless woman named Ida. We don't really have many details on this other than we'll talk about his MO a little mm-hmm. bit later of how he did that, did these things and what he did. Um, six years later, in 1909, he murdered another woman... A woman named Emma. Uh, she was working at the meat slaughterhouse that he worked at as well. Okay. Now, did he own the slaughterhouse? Mm-mm. He just worked there and like sold some of his stuff there? Yep. He okay. owned a slaughterhouse, but not this one. <laughs> okay. Well, so. it sounds like someone else bought it. He just lived in it. Correct. Okay. So, um, a poor man named Edward Troutman was found guilty of Emma's murder. 
Um, Edward also worked at the slaughterhouse as well, was seemed to be like a quiet guy, very reserved, didn't really talk much. And so when the police came to investigate the murder of Emma, they suspected that it was Edward. So he was arrested um, and convicted of her murder. But later in 1926, the truth will prevail. So, so this is 1903 or 1909 to 26. Mm -hmm. Damn. That is sad. Time. 27 years. Wow. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. 17 years. I can't do math. That's fine. 17. It's okay. Close enough. So. December 21st, 1924, this is when everything goes downhill. A homeless man named Vincent appeared at the local police station covered in blood. Nice. Saying that he was at Father Denke's apartment. Father Dunkey? Denke. Denke? Yep. Father Donkey? Father Donkey! The Donkey Father. <laughs> Father and Dinky. no, he didn't have donkeys. Was that one of his names? Yes. Why? Because he was involved in the church and he carried that's like carried a, the crosses at the funeral. That's like a priest thing. I know. Okay. Anyway, it's weird, but go very, ahead. Very weird. So he said that he was over at Father Denke's apartment. Said that he barely escaped with his life. He said that he had gone crazy. Um, the police didn't believe this homeless man, but a medical examiner that was there listening and watching the whole situation was like, hey, wait a second, come here. Yeah, you're covered me, in blood. Yeah. Let me check you out. Yeah, let me check you out. That's what he did. So he looked at the man's back of the head and saw that he was attacked with an axe. Oh! Yep, and I said yeah, head. head. Yeah, how could a police look at anyone covered in blood and be like, Ah, uh, this is just a crazy homeless guy. Yeah, right. So, saw that he was indeed attacked with an axe. So, the police were like, ah, fine, whatever. We'll go over and we'll talk to Carl. We'll it's talk to a direct him. quote, fine, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they said back in 1924. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with their top hats, they're like, yeah. top of the morning, fine, whatever. Fine. <laughs> So, they talk to Carl. They're like, what's going on? Why is this man saying that you attacked him with an axe and hit him in the back of the head? And Carl's like, man, Vincent came over. I was being nice. I fed him. You know, I gave him a place to stay. I offered him work, and he tried to rob from me. And so, so I took an axe to his head. So, yeah, he... He, in self-defense, tried to get Vincent to stop robbing from him, and he wouldn't stop, and so he attacked him with an axe. Oh, that... Listen. <laughs> My first instinct wouldn't be to grab an axe. No. But. Right. And when you see this guy later, like, because I'm going to show you a lot of pictures, if you're watching on YouTube, if not, you can Google it. Um, I mean, he looked like a fairly bigger man. Who? Father Carl. Denke. Yeah, Father Donkey. Father Donkey. <laughs> the Donkey Father. <laughs> um, yeah, like he looks like a, a fairly larger man. And like so, that or just big? Like just a big guy. Okay. So like he can easily protect himself without an axe. 
bucks. And I'm sure the homeless man wasn't packing. Like, come on. Right. He was probably frail if he needed food. That's like, so come sad. on. I know. I hate that. I know. So, the police ended up taking Carl down to the police station. Um, put it, they put him in a, ho- a holding cell because they're like, we need to figure out what the fuck happened. Like, God. why did you attack this man Thank God. with an axe for robbing you? Even yeah. if he robbed you, like, why did you Why like, the axe? Like, yeah, Jesus why the axe? Christ. And they had noticed that he didn't have any defense wounds on him. Like, he wasn't hurt. Yeah. So, Vincent, the victim... Uh, was obviously taken to medical treatment, um, but then he was sentenced to 10 days in jail for vagrancy. And what this was, was a criminal charge, and basically what this meant is that Vincent couldn't be released out to the public to talk shit about Carl while the police were still investigating what had happened. So he was being punished. He was being punished for coming in and telling the police what had happened to him and that he had Is that still a thing today? No. Okay, I was going to say, surely not. No. Yeah, we can say whatever we want. Well, and this is also in Poland. Well, there's a few things we can't say. Yeah, there are a lot of things (laughs) that we can't say. And I brought my list. (laughs) Oh, gosh, I know. So... In jail for 10 days because they didn't want him going out to the public, talking shit about him while they were still doing this investigation. One thing to note, too, is law enforcement knew that they had a serial killer, but they didn't have any leads. So they knew there was a serial killer somewhere in the area that was killing homeless people or killing okay. you know, people that had been released from hospitals or prisons or, you know, just some of the people that just weren't going to be missed. But they didn't really have any leads. They didn't have any descriptions. They didn't have any witness testimonies or anything like that. But they that. were connecting something. They Exactly. So they were connecting something. So they're like, well, let's wait a second. Let's keep this man here in jail for 10 days, the victim, and let's just see what happens. And in the meantime, they have Carl... And a holding cell because they're going to investigate what the hell actually happened. So, at this time, again, they thought not only did they have a serial killer on their hands, but they thought that they had the most prolific serial killer within Poland and Germany. You mean... On their hands, like they they aren't connecting Carl yet. They're not. They're just saying someone. Someone is. is. Okay, got it. Yes. So, however, before they even got to interview Mr. Denki, he killed himself (gasps) in his holding cell. What? Yep. Pulled out a handkerchief from his pocket and killed himself. Don't wait. What? Don't wait. Keep going. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Don't wait, but wait. The story doesn't end. This but where what begins. a turn of events. Right. Wow. You set up the shock factor. I know. I know I did. Surprise. Holy shit. He, like, didn't even wait to, like, not, I mean, he's obviously a man of status in the community. Yep. And this is back in the ye olden days. So it's, like, more than likely he probably would have gotten away with it for a while. 100%. But he just straight up turned himself in. Straight up turned himself in. So back to that initial quote of what I said. And I'm going to read it again. Because this goes hand in hand with Carl Denke. 
The lion is proud. So a dark side trait takes that to the extreme. Arrogance, vanity, self-absorption. A dark behavior then is not being able to cop to mistakes and adjust the course, even if it's doomed. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I just got chills. I know. Ew, 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 ew. ew. I know. So. Hey, wow. Wait, you said with a handkerchief. He hung himself Oh, okay. Handkerchief. Sorry. Yeah. I, I picture handkerchiefs to be like this big. Yeah, I mean, maybe like that big, but he full on hung himself oh with a handkerchief. He was dedicated to die. Jeez. And you he, know, well, I guess it was probably normal for people to carry handkerchiefs when like, did oh, he yeah. plan to do that? Like put it in his pocket just in case? I think it was just like an older man or a man thing at that time. I mean, in the 1900s and even up to like the 1970s yeah. and 80s. Like My papa always carried carry a handkerchief. Yeah. yeah. So hmm. I think it was just like normal accessories in his wow. outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're just getting started, folks. A couple of days later, uh, actually on Christmas Eve, the police decide to go to Carl's apartment because they have released his body to his family um, so that way he can be buried or whatever they want to do. Um, so they decide to go to the apartment because, again, he's renting the space out of the house that he had sold, <laughs> right? Yeah. So Forgot about that situation. Right. So they go to his <laughs> And apartment. the family's still living there. That bought it. Yeah. That bought it. Okay. Yeah. So he goes to his apartment, or they go to his apartment to secure his belongings so that way they can give the belongings to the family when they come across a lot of alarming items. First of all, he had a makeshift meat processing plant throughout oh. his entire apartment. Meat processing plant. A slaughterhouse. So, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, devices and... Oh, yeah, we're going to get in it. Okay. This plant that he had included nothing but human DNA and remains. Okay. Hundreds of bones. How many bones are in the body? I don't know. <laughs> 240 human teeth. I'm pretty sure we only have like 26 teeth. Or wait, is that how many? No. That's how many letters are in the alphabet. How many teeth do we have? I think you're about right. Six, seven, eight, nine, 14. So like 28 then? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Close Sorry. Enough. Thank you for bearing with <laughs> We just counted our teeth with our tongue. So 240 human teeth. They found 120 toes. What? Keep, yep, take a drink. A <laughs> hundred and fifty pieces of ribs. Not like whole ribs, just like pieces. Yeah. I mean, not that that's any better. It's still fucked up. Yeah. Just for imagery reasons. Sixteen femurs. That's in your leg. Dog hey. is licking my femur currently. <laughs> Go on. Hey, it's fine. Seven skulls. And this is all just in the in the house that other oh, yeah. people live in? Yeah, I'm going to show you pictures here in a second. <laughs> oh my God. It's disgusting. 
stretched and dehydrated human skin like beef jerky. And you knew this was where we we're going with the leather company and the pickled blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah, blah. Tubs of body fat. That I think that's the worst. Yeah. Okay, it's not the worst. I should. But it's that was pretty dramatic. Bad. I know. But <laughs> it's gross. It's worse than the human skulls. No, it's not <laughs> worse. But like, there's something. I don't know if you guys have ever Googled what fat looks like outside of your body. But it's Ew, like, I know. It looks like a big ball of pus, but like bright yellow. Ew, Ooh, I know. Okay. And okay. it's all like, like crinkly, crumungity or yeah. whatever. I'm sorry. It's what? Crumungity. <laughs> I heard that like, oh yeah, that's a word. <laughs> no, I made it up. I don't know what it means. It just means like gross. <laughs> you got, you know, crumungity. <laughs> We're going to write our own uh, dictionary, dictionary. <laughs> of words of what we think they are. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. Jars of human meat pickling and brine. This is disgusting. I know. I told you I had to get you hyped and ready for it. Yeah. Well. A closet full of blood-stained clothes. Okay. All the tools that he used, including equipment to make soap. So just like that Leonardo Canchuli girl. Chichinelli. <laughs> Journals detailing his work, identifying the names of over 30 victims... Most of these people were released from prisons or hospitals, and in this journal, it included the dates of the murders and the weights of them. So, how much they weighed. Wow. Like, thoroughly thought out process. Basically, keeping, like, a recipe book. Pretty much. Or at least just full documentation. Pretty much. Yikes. Yeah. So now you know why Major he killed yikes. himself? Well, yeah. I like, mean, I really assume quick. we were leading towards that. Yeah. But it's, that's like beyond. That and also, I'm just trying to picture, I guess mm -hmm. I just don't understand the layout of the house. I'm trying to picture how you could keep that from another family. Yeah. When you, and the smell had to just be horrendous. You would think. Yeah. So, I can't like, what were they doing? Have they, they said didn't anything? Notice. Mm -hmm. <gasps> mm. Yeah, they didn't notice. Yeah. I don't know. Hell, they were probably eating the meat and they didn't know. <gasps> or know. maybe that maybe that was he's like, I've got dead animals in here. Yeah. I'm s i am run a slaughterhouse yep. for pigs. For pigs. Gross. Yep, his famous skinless pickled pork. Yuck. Serious yuck. They're like, it's funny, we've never seen a pig in or out of this house. <laughs> we heard some squealing, but we've never actually seen the pig. <laughs> it's awful. I know. It's gross. So, uh, based off of all of this evidence, right, that the investigators and that the police saw, um, they believe that Carl was responsible for the torture, murder, dismembering, acts of cannibalism, Pickling and processing of more than 40 people. <laughs> was pickling actually listed as one of his crimes? No, I just oh, threw that okay. in. <laughs> I just threw that in. Can you imagine the judge like, you are guilty of pickling. pickling. <laughs> <laughs> a 
have more than 40 people in only three to four years. Holy shit. I do yeah. not, I am not buying that the people in that house didn't have some suspicions. I know. That is disgusting. Like, how did they not, like, hear like, somebody, like, Like, think about all the stories or... that we hear where they're like, I smelled my neighbor's backyard. Right. And we're talking about the same house. Right. And they had no idea. No idea. Ugh. Okay. So, um, I'm going to show some pictures to her, and I'll show it to you guys, of what Carl looks like in the crime scene. If you want to look, just Google Carl Den Denke crime scene photos and click on the first link. Um, oh, my God. So you, you are going see... to give me freaking nightmares. Look at this. That's wow. human bones. So, we're looking at a table of, like, artifacts here. Yeah. Tables of artifacts and tools. And, oh my gosh, like human meat and more human meat and um, human leather suspenders that he made. This is like, uh, what's his name? Like Leatherface. Ed Gein? Yeah. Wasn't that Ed Gein? Mm -hmm. Oh yep. my gosh. This is what his house or apartment looks like. There's okay. like... Very a bunch minimal. of like pots and pans, and this is where like the body parts were living, and the jars and pots where they were being pickled. Is he in a basement? So it was said that he lived somewhere on the first floor of this oh, house. Oh yeah, that's right. So it looks like a, a three story barn structure is what it yes. looks like. Yeah. So there was that, and there was also a shed too on the property that he had built. So, oh my God! Yeah, I am not buying that these people didn't know. Unless so for the YouTubers that are watching, so I'll just like quickly like scroll through so you can kind of see the body parts and the bones, and you can get an idea of kind of what's going on. It's light. Yeah, and you can see the house. Yeah, it's, it just just looks like a barn, yeah. a massive yeah. barn. Yeah. Oh, so, um, wow. again, Google uh, Carl Denke crime scene photos. Um, yeah, so, again, investigators walk into this. This is what they walk into. They go to get just his Remains. valuables. Yeah, like whatever he has left that they can give to his family. And this is what they stumble across. Wow. So they're like... We've got him. We've got our serial killer. We know exactly who he is. No wonder we didn't find the people because all of their remains are here. Or and been eaten from yeah. customers of the markets. Yeah. So um, his skinless pickled pork was not indeed pork, obviously. Um Again, like I said in the beginning, he worked at the meat market. He traveled and sold meat, and he worked in the local market, another local market, selling leather goods. Now you know the leather goods came from the people that he had murdered. It actually did not come from the pigs. Oh, my God. These people are walking around not even knowing that they're cannibals. That is so scary. Yeah. 
So, um, the house today that you just saw has never been demolished, <gasps> by the way. Oh! It is still standing. And that is one thing that I read regarding, like, European serial killers. Normally, like, for somebody like that graphic and that bad and what he did to people, they would have, like, demolished the house. Yeah. Because it's just, like, evil. And if you think of Europeans, they're, like... Catholic, and so if you think of Catholicism, it's very spiritual, and they're like, no, that's evil, we need to get rid of it. But no, for some reason, the house is still there. Right, so one thing that I read was the owners that own the house, when Carl Denke lived there, said, okay, regardless of what happened in this part of the house... This is still our home. No. Yes, they No, did. no, these people were involved. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. You do not live in a house after you just found that shit out. Yeah. Absolutely not. So, that's not proven, but who's to say that it's not incorrect? Ugh. I can't yeah. imagine. I know. If someone told so. me, hey, someone died in this house from a heart attack, I wouldn't move in. No, I wouldn't either. Like, even if it's I just couldn't. normal, natural circumstances, uh-uh. If I, I know either. someone died, I'm out. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but turns out this is a slaughterhouse and a, a, a meat human meat plant. supplier. Like, and they're like, well, guys, well, this is still our home. Like, look at our family pictures on the walls. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's fucked up. So, once all of this got released to the public about what was going on, people were terrified to eat meat again. Yeah. Absolutely terrified. <laughs> I would be too. I mean, I would be going vegan. And vegan didn't even exist in the 1920s, but this is probably where it started. Yeah. So... And thus, the first vegan was born. <laughs> yeah. In 1924, on Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve, a vegan baby was born. <laughs> a vegan baby was born. So, um, it's sad because some of the meat processing plants at the time um, ended up having to close down. Or even, like, the local canning stores or other, like... Local markets because people weren't buying it because people wouldn't buy meat. Wow, I see. I would feel okay eating meat from like I know where it's coming from, but maybe just not. Well, they Joe thought Schmo. they knew where it was coming from too. He was a well-known guy. He was popular for his pickled pork, and that's awful. It's awful. So, um, also, a lot of people at this time, within 1924, 1925, were mysteriously getting sick from a random stomach bug. Uh, till this day, they don't know the cause of the stomach bug, but one can only assume it was because they weren't indeed eating pork. Wow. That is disgusting. It is disgusting. So, in 1970, fast forward 50 years, about, uh, more human remains were found nearby this house, um, at the neighbor's house. Uh, the new neighbor at the time was planting a new garden, like digging, and found a human skull and other human remains. Can you imagine? You probably don't even know about this guy. I'm you sure she knew about it. But I'm I saying, mean, let's say you're new to the area. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm a fresh start. I'm going to start a garden in my new <laughs> home. 
and clink and Zombitsa Poland. Zombitsa Bucci. And you <laughs> dig up a fucking human skull. skull? Again, I, I would leave. Know, I, I would drop know. my shovel and say, I would too. The, I will lose out on my 100, 100K or whatever. Whatever I am out. Yeah, peace. Okay. I know. Wow. I would too. It's also said that there were human remains um, in the shed as well that the investigators did not find. Obviously not in 1970, but later. Yeah. Um, there were a bunch of human remains there that were in the shed as well as around the shed buried. So, um, they don't know how many victims he truly had, but they can only speculate that it was about 40 within the three to four years. So, um, nobody really knows the motive of Father Denki, um, but what they do know, and they don't really know why it started, because obviously in the 1900s, I mean, there's not a lot of recollection of his childhood. Something, in my mind... Made him leave at the age of 12 years old. Yeah. I can only imagine. Um, but who's to know what happened? Yeah. So... Well, they, we, they didn't have the opportunity to study him and investigate and... No. Hear his side. Okay, what have you been through in life? Like, it's not like they were big on mental health back then. No. But they still asked They questions. weren't even, like, given a chance to ask him any questions yeah. because he killed himself. So... Nobody knows the motive. Nobody knows, like, why it started. It's all just a big mystery. But what we do know is he was a predator. Um, He preyed on people he thought that nobody would miss. Men or women. He didn't really have a preference. Um, We know that the men and women would tend to be traveling. Uh, They were homeless. They were beggars. They were criminals. Um, a lot of them as well were mentally unstable that had just got released from hospitals. Um, and it said that he would hit them over the head with an axe and then dismember their bodies and take them through the plant. Oh my God. It's also said that they don't think this was sexually motivated. So it was just like, like maybe sadomasochism or something. But sadomasochism is sexually motivated. Oh, that's true. That's true. Wow, so it's just brutal murder. Just brutal murder. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I agree. I think some this is definitely, like, childhood-related and just an intent to you know, it, kill. And it reminds me of the Robert Picton story mm-hmm. a little bit, like the pig farmer in yeah. Canada. And if you think about it, like, he was raised in a... As a pig farmer, you know, his family was in that business. They were very rough. They were very mean. And he saw all those things at a young age, you know, how to kill animals and stuff like that. So he grew up. So this guy, Carl, grew up on a farm. Kind of same, similar story. So it makes you wonder if that's kind of how he was raised. And maybe he was just desensitized to it. And instead of killing pigs, he wanted to kill humans wow it's sad that's that's in, that's a lot and to yeah i i there, there's just so many things and it's it's unfortunate that he killed himself because i think studies at least at this point would have been even though it's so back in those days yeah where they didn't do like full psych evaluations like we do now it right. still would have helped us like put some pieces together because we have to we have to presume everything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. his childhood his thoughts 
everything. everything. Like why he left, why he truly left, you know, yeah. or even just examine how he reacted when you ask, why did you do it? Or did you do it? Or what happened? Yeah. Or why or did try you to lie about it? Or so, like you just have nothing to go off of. That's unfortunate. Well, one of my main questions to this story is what happened between the ages of 12 and 25? We have that huge gap where he leaves the house at 12. Dad dies at 25 and he inherits money. Mm -hmm. So it's like, so what happened between the ages of 12 and 25? Yeah, like, what did he survive? What did he do? Exactly. How did you... I mean... Yeah, so it makes no you telling. wonder. And he he genuinely could have been a runaway kid. Could have been. And then got into some shit between those times that been. fucked him up. So... It makes you wonder. This wow. whole story is a mystery. But again, what we know is he was a predator. And he killed innocent people and took them through... His slaughterhouse and sold them as pork. Gross. Yeah, and then made people sick. Oh, man. That is so... What? Te not tech... Is it... They know that Ed Gein is the one that did, like, Mother the skin Chains. stuff. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Is it Texas... Is that the yeah. movie? Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, where, like, you see in the movie, like, all the leather is, like, hanging Ugh. up, and it's, like, human skin. Yeah. I know. What always got me with that... Yeah. Sorry, this is graphic, but out of all of yeah. the items he made, the one item that freaked me out the most was the nipple belt. Ew, I know. Yeah, that was so gross. Can There's something about that 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 is such a sensitive part of anyone's body. Yeah. But like a belt of them. Oh. Like there's something about the imagery of that that was like the worst for me. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyways. Can't even imagine. Also the fact that he took the time to pickle this guy, pickle someone. There's something, many people. It's not just, oh, I cut up some beef jerky and, or I dried some skin. It's like I took the time to pickle Human remains. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. So, friends, that is the story of Carl Denke, a.k.a. Father Donkey. The Forgotten Cannibal, a.k.a. Papa Denke, a.k.a. Father Donkey. <laughs> yes. A.k.a. Amazing. the Cannibal of Jonbitsa. So, did you know about this guy before doing Lee? Nothing okay, about him. him. I was going to say, never I have heard heard never him. heard this. No, but what I instantly thought of Robert Picton. I'm like, yeah. Robert Picton is a copycat. He copied this motherfucker. Yeah. What a Same with kind of like Ed Gein. You know, they say, oh, we got the story of Texas Chainsaw Massacre from Ed Gein. It's this like, sounds This like... guy was before Ed Gein. Yeah. Like, they got the story from this guy. Wow. Did yeah. you see if there was like any movies or anything made about there him? There was no relevance. Literally wow. nothing. That yeah. is crazy because I do feel like that is so Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. Right. And I feel like that, not this, I don't, again, mean this to sound insensitive, yeah. but I do feel like that is a great plot to a story. You have a guy who is a hardcore Christian figure and a little mom and pop shop at the market, and it turns yeah. out it's people. Yeah. Like, it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets Sweeney Todd. Yep. Wow, let's write a movie. Again. <laughs> Didn't we just say this? I'm having, like, major deja vu. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, great story. And Leo's... This is it. Sayonara. Sayonara. Ciao. We went bon out with voyage. a bang. <laughs> 
We are, again, another bloody mess. I know. Leos, y'all. What the hell? Should I be scared of my husband? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, for real. So who's next? What After do Leo next? We have, is it Virgo? Um, not Virgo. No, we, yeah, it's Virgo. It is Virgo. Oh, yeah, because we're going into September. Yep. Okay. Virgo, and then, I thought it was Virgo, and then Libra. And then we start with Scorpio again. Okay. Virgo and Libra. Wow. We, we have, have two signs left. Two signs left, and then we're hitting our one-year mark. Yes. I know. We did it, guys. I know. If you guys have any um, suggestions, we've kind of tossed around some ideas for like our one year anniversary. So let us know what you think. Yeah, for sure. Especially since it's in October. So for Spooky. those who do don't know, we started this October 31st of 2021. Obviously, it's 2022 now. Follow <laughs> me. Follow me here, people. Follow me. One year anniversary is Halloween. Yes. So let us know what you think. But in the meantime, buy our merch. Go join our Patreon. There's, just so you know, Patreon, we've set some lower limits. It's really inexpensive. You can yeah. even just do a $1 donation. And yeah. you guys have no idea that goes so far for us. It really does. Um, if you want to set up your own podcast, blah, 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 we can give you the deets. You'll get an Amazon gift card for signing up. But obviously, we've had a blast doing this. It's mm -hmm. led to some great opportunities. Yeah. So... If you're interested, let us know. If you know Joe Rogan, let us know too, because yep. that is the end goal. Yep, <laughs> is to just literally look him in the eyes. I don't even need to talk to him. I just need to look at him. I need him <laughs> to see me, and I need to see him. And then she'll faint. And then I'll die. <laughs> and then I will literally just die. So, but anyway. And then, of course, five-star ratings and reviews are always appreciated, so... Yeah, and if you don't like the podcast, like you can send us a hateful message to get it out of your system and then just don't rate us at all because that is helpful too. Yeah, right. So, get it off your chest. Just get it off your chest. Just send us your hate mail and just don't leave a review. <laughs> Please. <laughs> we will consider it. We will read it. We will take it in. We'll lose one night's sleep and then we will get better. So. Sayonara. That's it. That's it. Bye, Leos. Stay sinister, fuckers. <laughs> what? I'm calling the, the Leos, fuckers. <laughs> Bye, fuckers. <laughs>